Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to kick off the second half of the show is Isaac Zablocki. He's the director and co-founder of Real Abilities Film Festival in New York City, which is coming up April 7th. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I have been following along with this film festival for a while now, and I'm so excited to have you on. I get emails from uh, the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan. Could you tell me about your role at the film festival? I'm the director and co-founder of the Real Abilities Film Festival, and I run the entire film center at the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan. Now, you went to film school at Columbia, correct? That is correct, yes. And then you worked at Miramax, um, I regretfully admit that, yes. <laughs> Tell me about the festival for people that don't know about Real Abilities. So the Real Abilities Film Festival is the largest disability film festival in the world. It um, is um, puts a spotlight on people with disabilities and shows films that are of high quality, both um, by and about all different kinds of disabilities, any kind of disability you can imagine. Okay. And uh, we follow all films with conversations um, to take kind of a deeper look at uh, disability presented in the films and at the films themselves. Um, we love films that are not about the disability, rather just include um, disability. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the festival travels to cities across the globe and have partnerships with many different organizations and bridge, bring the community together. I think one of the key elements as far as like who is the audience for this festival, um, we try to find the films that are great films that would um, both speak to a total outsider who's just coming for a good film and a total insider who is looking for the most responsible representation of disability. And uh, we luckily find um, many of those wonderful films that really hit that that sweet spot. Now, is it a mix of documentaries? Is it also non... Is it, you know, fictional? Tell me about the array of films? We have everything. Um, all genres, all documentary, all lengths of films. We have short films. We have more short films this year than ever before, thanks to a sponsorship from AMC Networks. Um, we, I, I have to say, I have to like pause, like short films mm-hmm. are kind of like the hidden gems of, of most festivals, and, uh, and this one's included in that. They're, they're, you get to hit on so many different topics. It's mm-hmm. often um, you know, great storytelling, and you know, it's from filmmakers who have true artistic passion, uh, but not necessarily the means to make a full-length feature. And sure. shorts get overlooked. Like, you, know, you, don't, you don't really have enough presentation of short films. Um, so we present short, a lot of short films, but also have um, uh, plenty of feature-length films, both documentary and narrative, um, all different kinds, you know, comedies. There's something for everyone, I always like to say. That is great. Um, important to note that all of them are also presented with full accessibility. So we raise the bar there, I'd say, I'd say, you know, higher than most other festivals out there um, in terms of presenting these films um, so anyone can enjoy them. So we have um, um, open captions, audio description for the films, and this year we're both in-person and virtual um, in order to be more accessible. That was my next question, because for people that can't travel to Manhattan, if that was an option. 
Yeah, so it's interesting. So from the beginning, from our first year of the festival, the idea was to be as accessible as possible. So we used to run in um, dozens, literally dozens of locations around New York in order to be more accessible. And then when the pandemic hit and we had to have our first virtual film festival, this was two years ago, um, we suddenly were getting all these emails saying, you know, I wanted to attend your festival all these years and I couldn't because I'm stuck in my home because, you know, I don't have access for whatever reason. And we realized, wow, you know, here's here's the silver lining of the pandemic. We we're able to be. This taught us to be even more accessible. So now we're trying to keep that going as much as possible. And this year we are fully in person and fully virtual at the same time. Oh, I love that. Now, for people that are screenwriters, I'm a screenwriter. Do yep. you have you know a part of your festival where you are screening scripts, or is it just mostly shorts and full feature films? So we are we, we are showing this year shorts and feature films. We've had, had events where we actually did screenplay readings. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of um, a lot of events, industry events. Um, it's very important for us to. Hollywood has such a big impact on the way people perceive the world, and unfortunately, I mean, CODA might be a we might be at a at a turning point um, thanks to their Academy Award win, Love but that. Um, yeah. but. But, I mean, Hollywood has been notoriously behind and misrepresenting people with disabilities and underrepresenting people with disabilities and um, often causing some more – or just not being very responsible with its representation. So every year we try to have um, a lot of industry events. And this year, for the first time, we're having an industry summit where, oh. for two days, we're hosting industry members to actually um, actually learn about accessibility in the most progressive sense um, from the beginning of, uh, of the filmmaking process to the end, till exhibition. So it's from writing and development um, through production, through post-production, and to exhibition and marketing until it gets really out there. So when is that? So that's happening on the 11th and the 12th of April during the festival, during the after- those two afternoons of the festival. It's both in-person and virtual as well, so people can attend from anywhere. Okay. And um, each day we'll have uh, two sessions um, on, uh, on two different areas of, uh, of film production. That's fantastic. It's very inspiring. I know a lot of people uh, tuning in to, uh, to my show, they, they're interested in you know, creative pursuits, writing, filmmaking, all types of writing, actually. So this is wonderful. It's a great resource, and we welcome everyone in general for the festival and for the summit. The pricing on ticketing should never be something that keeps people away. We're always happy to give people access. That's really our middle name. And um, and this is this was really there was a demand out there. We were we we're a film festival, but we were getting so many requests from organizations and from individuals to talk more about how to make their whatever program it is more accessible and how how they can raise awareness to that and how they can do this right and how they and, and unfortunately a lot of places also who have good intentions might be doing it wrong. Right. So um, we, we we felt that there was such a demand that we needed to have this um, this. Um, uh, these panels and put together a whole summit and um, it's really going to be a fantastic two days of, of programming. I love this. I think I had heard about your film festival because in about 2018 I wrote my first feature and it was called Birdie and it's about a teenager who uh, actually lost a leg when she was younger and she is entered in a skateboarding contest against her her interest actually. Her Her cousin who's a bully kind of forces her to do it as a dare you know, I'm writing the script and I'm thinking, I really could see this on the big screen. And so I submitted it a couple of places. But I, at that time, I had heard about your film festival. 
it sounds like a great film for our festival. Um, and, and of course, it's important to make a, a film like that as uh, responsibly as possible. And, yes. and the beauty of a, a story like that is that um, it can speak both, it can like, you know, shine a light on somebody who's having a very similar experience and give them um, you know the imagery on the screen that we often that they they often don't get to see, but at the same time it's a story. It's a human story that can relate to everyone, and uh, and it doesn't need to be told. It can be told in the most progressive way, so it's it, it's not kind of touching on the classical tropes of um, representation of disability, right. such as pity or villainizing or over heroicizing. It's just a story of a person. Yes, exactly. Um, and it's funny enough, and I can talk to you another time, but I she actually has to do community service at a retirement home because she got in trouble at her boarding school. So it's about the relationship she makes with retirees as well and how they, you know, they're just this intergenerational relationship that goes on. I love that, and that's something that really makes it very relatable. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, where can people find out more about the film festival and if they want to tune in virtually? So the film festival, you can find out more at realabilities.org. That's R-E-E-L, abilities.org, slash New York. We have film festivals after New York. I mentioned it travels around the country. There's one in L.A. as well that comes in in the fall and and many others. Um, So it's the New York Festival, and there's both the in-person options and, of course, virtually can be watched from anywhere in the U.S., um, and it begins this Thursday and lasts until next Wednesday. And I put all your information on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. We've been speaking with Isaac Zablocki. Is that correct? Their last correct. Name? Okay. Director and co-founder of Real Abilities Film Festival in New York City. The name of my show, Get the Funk Out, it's, uh, it comes from uh, years ago I lost a friend of mine. And a lot of people call into the show and they share stories of change and things they went through. But through that tough, challenging time, they perhaps produced a film. They wrote something. They learned something about themselves. And I felt very strongly about having you on. It's just a very important festival. Thank you so much. Um, uh, I think that film is such an powerful tool for change and for impact, and um, I think uh, think audiences, um, sometimes there are a lot of taboos that come along with uh, disability, and I think film is a great way to make that cultural change and to allow people to access disability um, in a way that they've never seen it before. Absolutely. I want to just give the website. It's Real abilities are W-E-L abilities dot org slash New York. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. It. Fantastic. Anything else you'd like to leave us with? Um, please join us. Please spread the word. Let's let's really make this a revolutionary year where there's inclusion for everyone and there's room for everyone in our sandbox to play. And uh, we really need everyone's help to get the word out about this festival. Fantastic. And I'll be tuning in virtually, even though I'd rather be in New York. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to have you. Thank you so much, Isaac. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. If you missed any part of this conversation, I'll be up on the show blog within an hour after I wrap. And the show blog again, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I want to mention we are on Twitter and we're on Instagram at KUCIFM. And if you're not familiar with our show's schedule, you can visit KUCI.org. We have an eclectic mix of music and public affairs programming. 
And if you want to find out about being a guest on my show, you can just shoot me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at K-U-C-I dot org. Up next, I'm going to feature a conversation I had just last week with a professor at Fullerton College, and we were talking about the French Film Festival that started last week and is continuing uh, the 5th and the 6th. I spoke with Dr. Catherine reinhardt Zeclair. She's Associate Professor of French, and this is my conversation. Again, if you want more information, you can visit the show blog. <laughs> 